variety, then it's like a Jim Carrey impression. It's like a Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Somebody stop me. Somebody stop me. Is that S- the right some- inflection? Somebody, somebody stop me. Somebody stop me. Don't stop me now because I'm having a good time. P-A-R-T-Y, because I spelled it correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking egg (laughs) (laughs) you're about to witness a music podcast most foul what you're about to hear is likely not safe for work but if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery the likes of which you've never heard before why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm a chilly little toe, Miles Lazarus. And I hate video games, Mars Garbayo, because it's a because it's a title that doesn't fit me. This, if you would, <laughs> if you would indulge us, we would like to play a game. This is a podcast where each and every week we challenge each other to find out what makes music so special. And Miles. Mars. You've delivered upon me. I have. A most devious challenge. I've been really trying to fuck you with these challenges. I don't know if you've you, noticed, but I've been real. Like, I don't think I've tried to give you an easy one yet. No, you you are always going for, for an actual, like, difficult challenge. And then I'm usually going for, like, kind of a fun goof. Mm-hmm. Um, well- it's more that you think of it at the last minute and it's a goof. Well, this one, my theme for the end of this episode, I I thought of last week. Oh, so, excellent. So I was prepared on this one. I also have one prepared for next week. Yeah. The week after. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, this one. I, to- I think I told you that this upcoming theme would be extremely esoteric (laughs) and uh we'll we'll get into it we'll get into it but this week this week this week this week the theme was a song where the title doesn't match the song yeah Sort of, uh, I want anything that's just sort of like, you know, you can almost tangentially connect it and you're like, I guess, but it really just comes out of left field. It's a left field title. You're like, I don't really know what you were going for with that. Yeah. (laughs) Because sometimes artists are fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely, uh, it took me a- a pretty long time to think of a song that fits this one. Really? Because, okay. like, I was searching through, like, 
like I have, you know, 900 something songs saved mm-hmm. and I was really scrolling through all of the songs that I have and being like, I don't know, this, this title fits pretty good. It fits pretty good. You know, it, this one doesn't necessarily fit, but it's not that interesting. Yeah. Um, and eventually I landed on one that I, I, I saw it. And then immediately knew this is the one. Hell yeah. Well, I'm excited to know what it is. But before we get to mine, what song not necessarily inspired this theme? Because I think that you said that you didn't necessarily, you didn't have I one. I for sure didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I had some ideas. What, what song do you, do you, uh, what, what song do you have this week? So a little bit of backstory as we, uh, uh, want to do on this show. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I've, I've been in a, uh, Early 2000s pop punk mood, emo mood, sad rock, teen, scene kid mood <laughs> this week. Because uh, sure. I knew, I knew that it had to be either Panic at the Disco or Fall Out Boy or My Chemical Romance. Uh, uh, when yeah. I was, when I was looking at songs for this thing, because there was this big trend in the early 2000s of, um, uh, these these pop punk groups picking titles that uh sentences just full on sentences. Um, right, yeah, which is my favorite shit for sure. So my runner up for this was "There's a Reason the Tables Here Are Numbered, Honey." You just haven't figured it out yet. By Panic at the Disco. That's and, pretty good. And the one that I'm actually bringing is "A Little Less Sixteen Candles and a Little More Touch Me" by Fallout Boy. <laughs> now, now, okay, Could I. Was I? I bet you have questions. <laughs> now, here's my first question: mm. Is "By Fallout Boy" in the title of the song? I fucking and it's actu- wish it and it's was. Actu- and it's actually by a different band. <laughs> that would fuck so. Hard. <laughs> that would be so incredible, um, and I w- I wish it were true so well, much. Mars, so. I, I, this is this is related to that. So, uh, so a little less sixteen candles, a little more touch me. Uh, uh, is from their two thousand and five album from Under the Cork Tree, uh, and it also features uh, such tracks as Our Lawyer Made Us Change the Name of This Song So We Wouldn't Get Sued. I've got a dark alley and a bad idea that says you should shut your mouth. And I slept with someone in Fallout Boy, and all I got was this stupid song written about me. So <laughs> they'll put their fucking band name in a title. They don't give a shit. I. I would, I would love, uh, if I ever, uh, when I, sorry, not if, when I put out an album, mm-hmm. uh, I have no, I, I don't, I don't know how to play any instruments, but when I put out an album, I will have a song ca- on there that is titled, This Song Reminds Me of Fallout Boy. <laughs> and it won't. And it won't. <laughs> electronic song oh Um, my god and we'll see i mean i feel like if if i feel like fallout boy would probably be i mean this is in the same vein of my idea for a band that's called metallica 2 yeah yeah but but it's but is not affiliated with metallica in any way and the songs don't sound anything the same honestly with metal bands you can really get away with a lot because like the fonts that they use for band names you can really just fucking put a squiggle on there and just say whatever the fuck you want Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it, my, my, I imagine Metallica 2 as being like an indie folk band, mm-hmm. um, you know, a- acoustic guitar, uh, videos of them hanging out in a field, you know, Real that Fleet sort of Fox's shit. Real Fleet Foxes shit, yeah. Sure. Yeah, 
Exactly. Odd. <laughs> so. Hey, everybody. We're Metallica too, And it's time to play our most popular song. This song reminds us of Fallout Boy. It's on the auto harp. <laughs> God. Uh, so. It's, it's on our, it's on our album. Uh, Guns and Roses. It's on our so- album. Uh, we. Now, nothing's funnier than Guns N' Roses. Thank you. I'm a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) So. So. A little less 16 Candles, a little more Touch Me by Mm -hmm. Fall Out Boy. Honestly, let's just fucking listen to it. Let's just fucking go. Uh, And and, uh, for those at home... I uh, uh, that know this song and know the uh, music video of this song. We are going to not watch the music video because it is twice as long as the song. And we've Ooh. said this before that when there is a theatrical music video, you really don't listen to the song. Yeah, like here's here's my here's my main thought on that is that just make a fucking movie. At just this make a point. fucking movie. Just make a fucking movie. Just make a short film. It's okay. You can it's make okay. a short film. You're allowed to make a short film. You won't you yell are, at you. you. Yes. So without further ado, I would love it if we could give this a little fucking, a little more listen. A little more listen? Yeah, instead of a little more touch, me. Yeah, oh, a, little more touch me, it's a little more listen. I see. I see. Yeah. A little more audio. <laughs> All right, let's go. So, so I was delayed. What'd you think? It, w- it was a little bit delayed, but mainly because I was reading the Wikipedia page for Samantha Fox. <laughs> oh, thank you for researching. What'd you yeah. think? Uh, no, I mean, this is a fucking, it's a, it's a, uh, I didn't, again, I was reading the Wikipedia page for Samantha Fox, so I wasn't really <laughs> listening to the lyrics. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, but like in the back of my head where the song was playing, uh, I did really enjoy it. Um, this is a this is a very sort of I, I don't have a whole lot of experience with Fallout Boy. Um, really, like at this time, I was mostly listening to to music that my parents were listening to. Mm, so, yes. and they were certainly not listening to Fallout Boy. No. So I didn't have. Uh, a whole lot of exposure to to this music as a kid. Uh, mm. The the band that I was like really into uh, when I was ten was uh, the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> who were all who were already like forty or fifty by that point. Oh, for sure. So My uh, you know. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely, like, I basically missed out on popular music until I was, like, 18. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I came to, uh, to a lot of these bands, uh, Panic, Fallout, um, and, and MCR, uh, at least, like, maybe, like, 14, 15, like, I was really getting in there. Um, oh, maybe 13, 14, actually. Uh, and, and, yeah, cause, like, again, unless it was on, like, the morning, muse like thing on the weekend on rage unless it was on there or it was in my parents like tape slash cd collection i didn't fucking know it dog yeah 
Uh, so being like a like a a Facebook group driven scene kid in you know the 2010 or whatever, uh, you know, I found it eventually. Um, yeah, so this is definitely like I would consider a little less Sixteen Candles, a little more Touch Me, very much like both a quintessential Fall Out Boy song and a, just a quintessential like pop rock sort of song from like 2005, like. For sure. If you heard this and someone was like, who did this and when did it come out? You can never mistake the lead singer's voice for anyone else. And also, no. it feels like 2005. <laughs> no, I mean, I've never heard the song before. Uh, and I, again, have very little experience with Fall Out Boy. But this song, for me, just sounds so quintessentially Fall Out Boy that I could yeah. pin it, pinpoint it instantly. Yeah. For sure. So... Uh, let's, let's get into why this is, uh, thematically, uh, not, you know, anywhere close to the fucking title slash content slash music video. So, yeah, not only is the title very tangentially related to the song, uh, it's a song about, like, second chances and finding your real love and how this dude, like, stood up this girl and she's like, fuck off, drop dead. Um, and he's like, no, give me another chance. And she's like, eat my fucking ass. Um, which is not related, first of all, to the movie Sixteen Candles, which is about, uh, Molly Ringwald being this sort of, like, shy, uh, prissy girl and, like, falling in love with this jock dude and, like, this nerd guy likes her for her personality, etc., etc. It's a well, from the 80s well the song i mean the song tells you that's not about 16 candles exactly to be fair um, so so far the title is accurate right, um, that's true it's but you know it's not saying that it's not 16 candles they just want less 16 candles okay but then the second <laughs> half of an it abundance of 16 <laughs> the the second part of it in reference to Touch Me, yeah. uh, a song by Samantha, Samantha Fox. Wasn't just yes. reading her Wikipedia article for no reason. No, I know, I know. This is another song. It might have been a song that I've heard, but... Um, yeah, her song Touch Me. Yeah. I mean, it seems to be her most popular song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because the, the original title for, for the listeners at home was A Little Less Molly Ringwald, A Little More Samantha Fox, uh, referring oh. to Molly Ringwald from Sixteen Candles and Samantha Fox singing Touch Me. Um, uh, in the eighties. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, content wise, like that sort of part of it, you're like, all right, yeah, it's uh, very tangentially related. Also, Fallout Boy, just sort of name things, whatever. But more importantly, this song and the music video associated with it have Holy fucking shit. nothing to do with each other. Samantha Fox's fucking hair on this cut, like, I'm gonna hold Send on. Me a I, I'm gonna send you. An image of Samantha Fox. This image is too small. Of Samantha Fox <laughs> on the cover of her album "Touch Me," where the where this song features. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty exceptional. Oh my god, uh, Samantha! She, that blowout. She is in a very powerful pose. She looks like a pirate. She does look like a pirate. Um, right. She. Uh, is very much woman spreading. She's woman spreading with this like weird flouncy witch black dress. Yeah. Um, the and, most powerful uh, hair. The most powerful 
hair that is- Her hair is like, if you think about 1987, her face appears. <laughs> it is so big and so layered and just so all Powerful. over the place. And it is fantastic. She's giving me a big like Stevie Nicks in the 80s yeah. vibe of like that, like the stony face and the like, mm-hmm. the this the realizing of sexuality and the like, the, the, the direct to camera, like you did this to me look. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. And- just shout out Samantha for, Fox. Yeah, shout out Samantha Fox. Uh, she has led a a very interesting life, mm. um, and uh, also is a um, a a a a big uh, LGBT activist, as far as I can <gasps> Hell tell. Yeah, um, and uh, she is herself some form of a woman loving woman. Fuck yes, Samantha Fox. Yeah, you fucking icon. Let's just listen to Touch Me. Uh, so, where was I? The music video. So, so right now, Mars. It's about vampires. Yes. So, so right now, like this song, you've heard it. You weren't like specifically looking at the lyrics or anything, but you know, you get the vibe. You're like, okay, it's like this, you know, take me back kind of like you've given me a lot of chances and I no, no, keep I, like getting I, up, I heard exactly zero of the lyrics. You do recall I was reading the Wikipedia page for Samantha Fox. <laughs> for, for gay icon, uh, Samantha Fox, yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, but you get, you get the vibe of, like, from the weird tangential title and the, the rockness of the song. And you're like, alright, it's like a, it's a rock song, it's a pop rock song, it's about love. And then the music video. <laughs> They made this on purpose. The music video is so fucking... The the thing is that's most annoying about the music video is that it's very good. Again, you could have just made a short film. It's so annoying. You're like, this is just a cool concept for a short film. Now, I haven't seen the music video because you refused to let me watch it, Dad. Do you want to watch it? Um, However, there is one thing that... I need to talk about mm-hmm. is that apparently Fallout Boy's special effects and lighting guy is named Dirty. <laughs> Thank he you shows up in the much. video and is killed by a by a vampire. Me. <laughs> I hate that Panic at the Disco is in it. Yeah, yeah, Panic at the Disco is in it. Um, apparently, again, you've refused to let me see it. Would you like to watch it? I, I can't believe that you would withhold this video from me. Mars, we're like gonna watch is, it. It's really rude of you, and I really just can't believe that Mars, I can't believe we're this. gonna watch it now because you're doing this. I just, I, it's so, it's so rude and so insensitive of you to not let it me really watch is. this video. It really um, is, and I'm gonna make that up to you. There's no way you could ever make it up to me. Miles, click on the link. Uh, what link? You refused to- you haven't sent me any links in 30 years. <laughs> I haven't- we haven't spoken in 30 years, Miles, because you refused to share anything ghost. with me. I'm a ghost. You Stop never share anything me. with me, and I finally dragged you out of your cave to record episode one of this new podcast that we're doing, and- um, you're still just so refusing to do anything for me. Let's watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Son of a bitch, I love you. All right, I am going to be narrating it, and I don't know if any of it's going to make it into the podcast, but let's go ahead and narrate it. I love this bitch with the blonde hair. I know, she looks like a hex girl. Oh, yeah. She looks specifically like one of the hex girls. So 2006. No, fine. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a tab on my phone for vampires. 
Yeah. People have been asking for a sequel to this for um 10 years. The the fucking sideburns and hat. I'm not I know. Into. I know, Patrick. Look, I think sideburns are great. I'm a big fan of sideburns. Yeah. I've got a pretty I mean, at this point, it's hard to cuz I have a beard, it's hard to differentiate the sideburns from just the beard. But True. I do have some fairly significant sideburns. Yeah. Um, Pretty, I had some pretty fucking fierce sideburns. Those are just some bad sideburns, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. It's like, they're sideburns that want to become a chinstrap beard so badly. Oh, yeah. And, like, that would still be bad. It's the 18th century aristocrat gene. Yeah, he is, like, an 18th century aristocrat who has been transmogrified into a shitty teen. Yeah. I wish that, um, not- I don't wish that anybody dressed like the members of Fallout Boy in this video. I do. But- I wish I do everyone wish that, dressed like this. But I do wish that people dressed as these punks, these punk vampires. Yeah. Where are my crust punks at? Hey, Brendan Yuri. <laughs> hey, Brendan Yuri, looking a little bit like Jack White. This fucking bisexual <laughs> front man. <laughs> Me. <laughs> There is an alternate universe where Jack White is a vampire. I well, agree. He's a that's this universe, but there he is, is a, a that's true. Actually. But <laughs> there is an alternate universe where Brendan Urie and Jack White stri- switched places. God, it's like a video game. If you really think about it, Jack White just sort of is an alternate costume for Brendan Urie. Yeah, that's true. He's an Echo Fighter. He's an Echo Fighter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to look out for Dirty. We know that Dirty yeah, gets dirty? killed. Dirty gets killed by a punk vampire at some point. Hell yeah. We got to we got to watch out for that. What a stupid fucking music video. <laughs> the lighting is so good though. Mm-hmm. Like this green and red. Okay, I it think fucks. that guy was dirty. I think it might have been dirty. I think that guy might have been dirty. It ends with police brutality. Now, I guess my question is, how would nobody notice that these cops are vampires when they got gigantic fucking teeth? I know, right? Like, it's not fucking subtle. It's really not subtle. Did they, they fucking just keep their mouths closed all the time? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So that was the music video. What'd you think? Um, God, Brendan Lurie just looked so much like Jack White. I just... Yeah, I mean, because this was also at the time where Panic! at the Disco had their, like... You know, like, new age, steampunky, like, dandy, the whole thing going on. Right. Uh, With their first album that I can't remember the name of right now. Uh, Nowadays, I just more uh, actually associate Jack White with, like, scrounging around a junkyard. (laughs) And just making something out of whatever garbage is around. Um. Yeah, so, uh, uh, my last little thought on Fallout Boy and, uh, uh, a little uh, 16 Candles and a little more Touch Me is, uh, in a little interview, they were asked why they make their titles so long, uh, and, uh, uh, Patrick Stump, the lead singer, said that, uh, they honestly just started doing it because, uh, oftentimes people make their titles, uh, short and easy and straight to the point so that DJs will either get them confused with other songs or it's just easier to read out so they don't get, uh, looked over and and they were like, nah, fuck that. We'll uh, fuck it. <laughs> just make it fun. Uh, so they always just have little like inside jokes and uh, or like little funny moments related to the song. So uh, yeah, that's why I bought a, a little less uh, sixteen candles, a little more touch me by fold out Boyd. By by fold fold out fell out boy. The 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 
The Feld, the Feld, the Feld boys. The Feld boys. Yeah. Love those Feld boys. Love those Feld boys. So Mars. So Miles. What song did you end up picking? So the song that I landed on is a, uh, it's a band and an album that I, uh, I find myself leaning on a lot. It is, uh, from A Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. It is off their latest album. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. Released in 2016. Uh, and the song is the last song on the album called The Donald. All right. Now, instinctively, what would you say this song is about? Trump. You'd think so, right? You'd think. 2016. It's 2016. They talk about political shit all throughout this album. They mm. take pretty rigorous stands. They even on songs like go back on shit they've said before because like they've grown and become more mm. progressive That's and right. uh you know better people overall um, can i guess what it is about you can go ahead is it about shit cocking it like donald duck it is not damn it you know what it actually is what it's a tribute to Fife Dog, who passed away while this album was being made, oh. which is genuinely sweet. I think the song is genuinely sweet, but I'm really not sure why they called it the Donald. His name is not Donald. It's not. What the we, fuck then? We will get into it. Uh, That's so okay. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and give the song a listen, shall we? Yeah. Fuck it. I'ma set it, set it, choose best be ready Off top on a spot, no reading from your wack Where we the iPhones home Skill sets must be shown I'ma show you the real meaning of the danger zone huh. I got it on eight strict to all clones Untouchable in my zone, watch it, don't leave them alone Fuck your ass, cheap flows with bars sweeter than scones Put on microphone Yes, yes, he's the wrong one to fuck with No matter what the day He could catch you on his plane or the one he on the day Visit niggas in a dream Make a scream of bloody murder He's a trainee gladiator Ain't no need to take it further If you wanna take it further Your huckleberry is here Doctor of your holiday Wyatt Earp, you're good like the tears We gon' celebrate him, elevate him Father had to levitate him Give him his and don't debate him Top dog is the way to rate him So So What did you think? It's a bit all over the place. I'm into it. Yeah. It was very, uh, it's a lot of like mixing of genre and sound, which I know a Tribe Called Quest is wont to do sometimes. Uh, to me, it really felt like a, an interesting like celebration of someone. Yeah, know, absolutely. Just sort of yeah, vibe it, I got. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely correct. It's a big celebration for Fife Dog. Um, the, to- the title of the song is in reference to uh, a nickname that he has been known to go by, uh, Don Juice, um, okay. which is a which I would argue is a pretty thin connection. Pretty damn. And also, literally, no one has ever called him Donald. Yeah, because there's a big difference between being called like Don and then like yeah because it's not like your name is donald and someone calls you don your name is something else and someone calls you don like that's right you can't you can't unshorten that kind of nickname mm-hmm. um so like and here's here's my thing on it too i think don juice and you know i don't have any confirmation on this and in fact don juice is even credited as being a lesser known nickname for Fife Dog. Sure. Um, but it is one that he has been called before, has referenced before, uh, on, mm. uh, on their albums before. Um, and okay. you know, here, here's just a, a brief little, 
uh, basic history for Tribe Called Quest. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about Q-Tip before when I was talking about Get It Together from the Beastie Boys, where Q-Tip features. Uh, Q-Tip yes. and Fife Dog are, were, were childhood friends who, uh, for a variety of reasons, uh, ended up coming together to um, form a tribe called Quest. They're not the only members. The other members um, are uh, Ali Shahid Muhammad and uh, Jerobi White, although Jerobi White left after the first album, personal reasons, whatever. Um, they have been active uh, as a tribe called Quest since... Uh, the eighties at the very, like, at the very least, um, and, uh, you know, have, uh, but, you know, had the, the majority of their popularity and the majority of their audience, uh, come from when they, from the, the nineties, especially with yeah. their albums, uh, Midnight Marauders and, uh, The Low End Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually broke up after their album, The Love Movement from 1998. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Act- so yeah, their, their original run was from 1990 to 1998. So only eight years. Hmm. Uh, and then, uh, 18 years later, they came out with, we got it from here. Thank you for your service, which, uh, is their actual for real last album. Okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, in, in fact, like they're not, they don't tour anymore. And, and you know, it's, like I don't, I don't know if they would have continued making albums uh, if Fife Dog didn't pass away. Um, but uh, you know, for you know, definitely last album. Uh, uh, now, I I do want to go ahead and read Fife Dog's other nicknames. Oh please, because he has a lot of them, and they're all pretty fucking great. Is Fife Dog his real name? No. But you know, it's, right. a, it's a it's it's his it is his main his stage, stage name. name. Uh, so his nicknames: Fife, Fife Dog, the Fifer, Fife Diggy, the Five Foot Assassin, the Five Footer, <laughs> uh, Malik, the Five Foot Freak. I've heard that one, which is exceptional. Uh, the Funky Diabetic, me, uh, Dynamite, Muddy Ranks, the Trini Gladiator, Don Juice, and Doctor Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> right at the end there. Yeah. Um Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Uh he all pretty like all of those n- nicknames are fantastic. Um also all of the ones referring to five foot, like, is not a dick size brag, because obviously that's impossible anyway. But yeah. um but no, he was he was five feet feet three inches tall. Oh um, my short king. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. He, he's, he was a fantastic dude. Um, and, uh, I mean, he only, he, he died only at age 45, like super young, Damn. uh, due to complications relating to his diabetes. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, so all of that in mind, right? Mm-hmm. You are Tribe Called Quest. You are trying to create a song that will be the the perfect send-off for Fife Dog. There is another song on the album that is more talking about, like, the emotional impact of his death. But this mm. song, it's the final song on the album. Mm. It's just meant to be a tribute to the man himself. Okay. Now, with all of that in mind, why the completely, seemingly arbitrary Donald Trump references? Yeah. 
Because the, yeah. the song doesn't talk about it at all. It's purely about Fife Dog. But the song is called The Donald, and the backing track samples uh, a, like, news person talking about Donald Trump. Mm. And this like was Five Dog a, a known uh, anti-Trump? Person? Oh yeah, I mean they fucking like this entire album is anti-Trump. That's like, very true. like there is there is no part of this album that could can be confused for fascist rhetoric. Mm, absolutely um, okay, and like. It is completely, completely baffling to me that they would tie Fife Dog's legacy with a known fascist. Yep. You know how I would have, not to fucking give notes to a tribe called Quest. Right, but what three I years would have late. Done, three years late, and also I'm a little bitch. But you know what I would have done? Mm-hmm. Instead of calling it the Donald, could have just called it the Don. Right. Just drop like, the ALD. Right. Because his nickname is Don Juice, so it's right. the Don, and also a Don being like this leader of like a of a of a mob, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like this respectful title to be like, yeah, that's just part of his legacy. Yeah, he was exactly. like I, I don't, shit. I don't fucking think that Fife Dog was calling himself Don Juice because the implication that the full name would be Donald Juice. I think yeah. like it's talking about Don like the Don of a mafia. Like, Hello, I'm Donald Juice. Like that just I don't know. And like maybe I'm wrong. I don't I didn't know any of these people. I, I don't, don't know any of these people. Wrong. But it just seems to me that the implication is that he's talking about him like the idea is that he is a powerful figure, aka a Don. Yeah. And it's just always sat super weird with me that this song is like just it's I on a, on an album. That features We the People. Yeah, not the best choice. I'm gonna gonna call that one not the best choice. Yeah. I think. But uh all that said, uh, you know, this is a uh this is a very it's a good song, it's a great album, just weird. Yeah, I think you really nailed the theme. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's that's really all I gotta say about the Donald uh, by Woo. a tribe called Quest. Woo! Hell yeah. Do you want to take it to perhaps the break? We could. We absolutely could. Hmm. Uh, I guess, you know, lead the way. I will. Uh, uh, do you want to look at the dessert menu while I'm Yeah, yeah, to yeah, the sure. Yeah. The, ooh, uh, ooh, a lemon chiffon cake. Ooh. 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 I know oh, this I, is a bit, but that I would actually fuck up a lemon chiffon cake right What? Now. What's a chocolate cube? <laughs> what is a chocolate? Hey, Buzz, can you order a, a quick chocolate cube while yeah, we're going to the break? I'll, I'll order a chocolate cube. One, two, three, let's go. Oh my god, all my atoms have been rearranged, and Mars, tell the people what I look like now that I've eaten the chocolate cube. Uh, well, I mean, like, you know, you know, voxels, they're like pixels, but 3D. Oh. You're made out of voxels now. Oh. Yeah. 64 bit or? Um, I mean, yes, but you're also like not a 3D model Mm, anymore. You're just, you're just a collection of small cubes in the vague shape of miles. Hmm. Okay. Um, which is, uh, you know. I mean, eventually they will all grow and split apart from your body into uh, other chocolate cubes. 
and uh, be traps That's how for babies are born. The, uh, the various people of Earth until eventually the cubes take over Earth. So For the other kids that are in the Wonka factory, for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's like, it's a mix, like, the, the chocolate cube situation is sort of a mixture of, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh. Yeah. Little Chock of Horrors. Little Chock of Horrors. Yeah. Love that. Little. We, we did <laughs> wonky it. Wonky Chunk of Horrors. We did it. Love that. All right. Let's hey. get out of here. Miles. Surprise, bitch. I have a quiz game. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Surprise, bitch. All right. I consider, me, consider myself surprised, bitch. <laughs> Thank you. It's Brittany. <laughs> um, what? Uh, it's Brittany, bitch. No, okay. Oh, uh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is a game that I've done. I've done a game. It's very silly. I did it in the like 10 minutes I had spare before we recorded the podcast. In, in the 10 minutes that I was distracted by my dog. <laughs> You were looking at your beautiful little puppy, um, and I was also just getting annihilated with cat hair. Uh, and I really don't have a title for this, so I've just You're written down Queensland. <laughs> Queensland has some fucking stupid place names. Um, okay. <laughs> no, Queensland has some funny place names. Okay. Uh, courtesy, right. this information is courtesy of commercialrealestate.com.au. Thank you very much, commercialrealestate.com.au. All right. Uh, and it are we is gonna, about- Are we going to be doxing anyone today? Fuck no. I'm okay. All right, good. Um, I just wanted to be sure. No, no. These are these are like townships and, and okay. such. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so, so these are some places in Queensland that have some silly titles. Uh, or, or more specifically, just silly titles like, you know- for us, us English speakers, you know, we're just like, what does that mean? That's silly. Uh, so, Australia already has some fucking wild ones, but I found this list and it's specifically Queensland. So, we're getting, we're getting really bogged down in it. Now, so, is, I, I was sort of under the impression, I'm, I googled Queensland just to make mm-hmm. sure that I knew what we were talking about. I'm not looking at any of the place names because that would be, oh, that's fine. Che- that would be cheating, obviously. Sure. But I kind of, I was kind of under the impression, is it, hold on. Is it like Don't is it the geography. is it the north of Australia or is it the south of Australia that's basically uninhabitable? The middle of Australia is the middle. Uninhabitable. Okay. All right. So anything anything that's not touching water. Yeah, we're very um. It's too fucking hot out there. I mean, there are still some places, obviously. Like it's not like completely uninhabited, but like now, are there any secret? Are there any secret casinos in the middle of of the uh, in the middle of the desert? Almost certainly, I would I would I would hazard a guess to say underground casinos. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of underground civilizations because it's so hot. Like you know, it goes up to like the fifties sure. and stuff uh, Celsius. So like you know, got to be underground. Otherwise, yeah. you'll fucking boil. I imagine uh, that if you. Like, the secret casinos can't be something that you, like, search for. It has to be something you're invited to. Because if you just find it on accident, they will kill you, I feel like. They will kill you, yeah. The only people that are in there belong there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I would like- They don't want their fucking money on the books. Are you crazy? Oh, I mean, exactly. That's been, like, triple laundered. Yeah. Kind of that shit circulating. This money technically belongs to no one. This money belongs to God. This money belongs this is to Yahweh's money. This money belongs to God and we're spending it. <laughs> we got Daddy God's credit card and we're spending Jesus. it. Jesus. Don't say Daddy God. So, I would like for you 
to to guess which of these three is Mm -hmm. the real place in Queensland. Can you do that for me? I mean, maybe. We'll see. I mean, I guess we'll find out, right? That's the whole point. All right. Uh, I don't think this is going to be super hard, but I also don't know. So, (laughs) it's a a guess. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, number one. Got three options. Mm -hmm. Mike's Bite, Yorkie's Knob, or Dickhead Point? Uh, I want Dickhead Point to be real, so I'm going to vote for Dickhead Point. Mars, you always do this. You just go with your joke gut. Well, there are there's places in the world that are like named Shitter's Grave and whatever. Yeah, like Cunt Vale for sure. There are fucking crazy. There are crazier names in the world than than Dickhead Point. It's very true. Unfortunately, it was Yorkie's Knob. Uh, now there are several knobs in uh, in in Queensland. There are several. Uh, I imagine there are lots of knobs in Queensland. Yeah, a lot of knobheads. Uh, so uh, it is a beach suburb in Cairns uh, and was named after a fisherman from Yorkshire, George Yorkie Lawson. Great name. Uh, meanwhile, the state is also home to uh, the Two Mile Knob, Quality Knob, Iron Knob, Scrubby Knob, and also just the Knob. I want to. I want to live in Scrubby Knob. That's a fucking picture book place. Like what, what? that's a Beatrix Potter town. Was it? Was it Dickhead Point? You said Dickhead Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. It, it does. Dickhead Point doesn't appear to exist anywhere, unfortunately. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Mm. Number two. All right. Picking which one is real? Okay. We got Humpy Bong, Burnt Weed, Spliff Creek. I mean. You've themed these very appropriately, which makes it. I mean, all of the all of the last ones were references to the fucking tip of a dick, and yeah. then all of these ones are references to 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 the to the devil's lettuce, the electric lettuce, the sure. electric lettuce. Um, but which one's real? You're gonna have to say them again. All right, you ready? Yeah, I mean, sure. All right, Humpy Bong. Burnt weed, Spliff Creek. I mean, God, burnt weed just, I, it can't be, it, burnt weed can't be correct, but I feel like it might be, but I'm gonna go with Spliff, Spliff Creek because I'm pretty sure that Spliff is a word separate from it being about weed. I'm All right, pretty so sure that you're Spliff looking in is Spliff a, Creek? I'm pretty sure that Spliff is like a water word. All right. So you're looking in Spliff. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is Humpy Bong. <sighs> I mean, it would be, right? Yeah. Humpy Bong uh, has a yacht club that uh, hosts an annual regatta called the Humpy Bash. Hmm. Thanks, Humpy Bong. I, I, yeah, I don't know if Spliff Creek is real or exists anywhere else. Feel free to Google that as well. How do you spell Spliff? Uh, S-P-L-I-double-F. Uh, oh, double F. Okay. Uh, I'm Greg real. I'm I'm looking into it, and it does sort of seem that I might have been wrong, and that spliff is literally only used to talk about joints. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm looking into it. Uh, I now I am I am now on a website. Uh, what's the difference between joints, blunts, and spliffs? I feel like this was a bim bam bit. Maybe, but um, I guess. <sighs> what is the difference? Okay. I don't know anything about weed. This isn't funny, but sure. uh, Joints are uh, joints are just weed rolled up in like regular paper. 
Okay. Like, not like printer paper, but you know. No, rolling paper. Rolling paper. Um, blunts are weed wrapped in tobacco paper, mm-hmm. which I didn't know was a thing. And then spliffs are a combination of tobacco and weed. So, oh, okay. So you're smoking both at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. and I've really got the point in that, but for sure. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, f- I feel like, I feel like just, just weed will get you there. Yeah. But, uh. Less cancer, probably. But certainly less cancer. Sweetenly. Um. Would you like the, uh, the last. Yeah. Thingy? Yeah, All sure. Right. Round it out. We got some shit. Which one of these is real? The apple cider cascades, the little ugly creek, or. Shot Lake. I do love The Little Ugly Creek. That sounds like a book that I would have read as a kid. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> um, shit. I don't know. Fuck. The Apple Cider Cascades, The Little Ugly Creek, or Shot Lake. I mean, Apple Cider Cascades does sound like it would just be an unironic name for a place in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. So that one doesn't seem that weird to me. Um, I just, I love the Little Ugly Creek so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the Little Ugly Creek. You locking in Little Ugly Creek? Yeah. Mars, you got it. Fuck yeah. So uh, the Little Ugly Creek is uh, one of the landmarks of the Mogul Regional Park. Uh, uh, it's not clear whether the creek is ugly and little or is only a little bit ugly. <laughs> Um, Thank you for playing. Queensland has some fucking weird place names with me. Absolutely. Do you mind if I um, read uh, read a couple of dumb America town names? Oh, please. Go ahead. Um, So, of course, you've got the classics, Hell, Michigan, um, PP, Ohio, Handsome Eddie, New York. Cute. I do love that. Yeah. Similar to one of yours, we've got Bald Knob, Arkansas. <laughs> Ugh, don't want to live there. Um, we've got Climax, Oregon. Oh, I don't like that, actually. What about Egg Harbor? I do like Egg Harbor, Egg Har- actually. Egg Harbor is very good. There is a place in Tasmania called Eggs and Bacon Bay, so um, I'm in here, it. Here's some more. Um, Toad Suck, Arkansas. Toad That's- Wash your mouth out. What about Castle Danger, Minnesota? Now that fucks. That's great. That's where you live. Now this is- this is maybe my favorite so far. McCool Junction, Nebraska. McCool Junction, Nebraska? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's see. Idiotville, Oregon? I live there. Have you um, ever been to Idiotville, Moss? Well, Idiotville is apparently it's a it's a logging camp uh, that it was once said to be so remote that only an idiot would work there. See, that's when I I love when people name things like that because it really like it's the same with Hell, Michigan. It's mm-hmm. like only people that like you know are, are doomed to die would live out here. It's hell. We've got, of course, truth or consequences, New Mexico. <laughs> Panic at the Disco album. Which was renamed, uh, that, uh, it was renamed after a, uh, a popular radio program because the host asked if they would. That's fantastic. Um, and, uh, of course, we've got 
Intercourse, Pennsylvania. That that feels lazy. <laughs> Who, who's the 18th century fucking weirdo that finds some fucking land and is like, <laughs> I know what we're going to call it. Intercourse. And everyone's like, shut up, Pete. Uh, I do like this one because it's almost a fun number. 96. South Carolina. Oh, shit. Uh, Wait, is that phonetically spelt or just the numbers? It's it's phonetically spelt, yeah. That's so fucking stupid. Uncertain <laughs> Texas. I have heard of Uncertain Texas. Yeah. There's, I, I, we, we've, we've run out of, of, there are probably other funny ones, but I, that's it. Of course. Uh, <sighs> okay, so which, which city would you like to live in just based on the name? Idiotville. Idiotville, obviously. Obviously, Idiotville. Mm-hmm. I need to be with my people. Yeah, fucking- I mean, truthfully, I would love to live in Hale, Michigan, because of that dude that went there and made straight people illegal. Yeah. Elijah. Elijah yeah. Daniels. Yeah. Shouts out. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Should we walk over to this conveniently placed disc? Oh, the disc. <laughs> the disc of bad times. <laughs> Give a little spin to the disc of bad times, would you? Give a push to the disc of bad times. Just knock the disc of bad times over. <laughs> um, isn't there a form of divination uh, that is where you spin around in a circle and you fall down? Sure. Anyway, I thought I, I thought <laughs> I th- I had a point, but. Uh, so using your own body as the pendulum, I see. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So you spin around in a circle really fast, and then you fall down, and the the song that you land on, yeah, is like the a dowsing rod for music. <laughs> Should I spin? It's called gyromancy. I think it's pronounced gyromancy. <laughs> I can't even go with that bit. Okay, yeah. gyromancy. <laughs> it's also apparently was never super popular. Sophocumancy. And uh, I only really know about it through because it was referenced in the first Silent Hill game. Anyway. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, should I should I give this motherfucker a push? Yeah, give a push to the disc of sadness. What do we call it? The disc of having a bad time. Yeah. The disc of you're about to have a bad time. Did I send you that video of the dude that reprogrammed his doorbell to be Megalovania? No, but I mean, I can imagine. It's pretty good. Anyway, I'm going to hit that motherfucking button. Please do. I'm going to push. I'm going to push that motherfucking button. Go for it. Oh, well. This is always how it goes. I feel like this is always how it goes is that we spin the wheel of discord and then immediately are like, um. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know about this one. What is it? Yeah. I mean, like, it's a good song. It's just that I'm like, oh, I really don't know what I'm going to say about it. So it is Before the World Was Big by Girl Pool. Okay. So I'm going to get a motherfucking link up, eh? So one of those earth growers, I see. A g- <laughs> you mean a girl pool? <laughs> yeah. You know that kick your the famous conspiracy earth growing. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Hey, you're gonna go down there to the girl pool and get yourself a wife. Ah, uh, yeah, look, the earth is only like two hundred years old and like two hundred years ago it was like the size of a quarter, okay? 
and it just grew. Yeah, that's the theory. That's the theory of the game theory. Thanks for watching. I fucking, I'm gonna kick your ass. Oh my god. Hey, let's give this song a little listen. Let's give this and then song I'll tell you about a it. Little, little listen, shall we? Let's fucking do it. So, what'd you think? Uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, it is definitely. I mean, like, you know, it's not the type of song that I normally listen to. It's probably not a song that I would have found on my own. Uh, mm-hmm. The the guitar work and just the production in general is very not melodic. You know, mm. very discordant. Yeah. Very yeah. Um, like it's. It's strange because, like, there is an, a very easy argument, I feel, that this song is, like, poorly made. You know what I mean? Sure. But just be- not, like, because, like, technically it's not, like, what people expect from, like, musicality. Mm. Right? And that's not an opinion that I share. Uh, mm. But, like, despite the fact that it's not, like, technically precise in any way at all it is still like very intriguing and very good yeah um i do want to say that i'm on the genius lyrics page uh somebody 18 days ago mm-hmm. uh decided rachel ferris rachel ferris left a comment about mm-hmm. the song not in the comments section yeah um and in fact, this comment can be found normally where the questions and like um, description. description and interpretations of the lyrics go. Yeah. And the comment is came from TikTok. Yep. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. I read that and I was like, okay, sure, that that's whatever. And then I paused and I was like. Who the fuck is making a TikTok with this song? Yeah, because, look, I don't know. Not to, I fucking love this song. I really like Girl Pool, but this isn't like a, uh, it's not like I'm going to dance to this. I'm not going to, I jam to it, but I'm not going to, like, right. groove out. Like, it's not, it's a, it's like a poetry kind of, like, you know, discordant, punky, the basement show, bad production, first album sort of stuff. Like, yeah. it's not like a, I'm gonna make an e-boy TikTok about this. Yeah, and, like, uh, like I don't know much about TikTok. I've never really used the platform. I think, technically, ArtGhost has an account. We do. We, I guess, we do. We, we technically do we have te- an account. We technically yeah. do have a, a TikTok account, but we mm-hmm. have literally never used it for literally anything and never will for any reason. No. But, Although, side note, okay. the other day when we were hanging out, um, uh, Sinead took a video of me. I was just lying down with, like, my, like, like pinching my nose, just, like, dead tired while playing, uh, <laughs> the Venga Boys. <laughs> sure. 
uh, we like to party. And it just like the image of Shanae standing in the doorway, me passed out with my head on top of a cat, just like while the Venga voice is blaring was pretty good. So I feel like I, that's the only thing I'd ever put on TikTok. Yeah, I feel like from my experience of TikTok and mm-hmm. what I have seen from it, uh, most TikToks are a video that is mostly funny, but when you turn the sound on, uh, it isn't. The, it's, it isn't because it is playing a really obnoxious, too loud song. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a functionality of the service or if that's just how everybody is using it. I think both. Like, because I, I think the thing is that, like, music is like, 90% of them like it's it's a lot of because it used to be musically you know it's like you know oh, gotta, okay. have your, gotta have your music I didn't I think we've talked about this before but I still didn't realize that musically and TikTok were the same thing um mm-hmm. anyway so yeah I guess I guess um I guess but like this so. is this is definitely a weird song to pick however mm. however mm-hmm. it is a it is a very much a song and a feeling that I relate to on some level, for sure. Sorry, I dropped the piece of clay that I've been playing with. I'm back. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I mean, do you want to elaborate on on that sort of feeling it gave you, or do you want me to sort of get into a little bit about Girl Pool? Well, why don't you get into a little bit about Girl Pool, because I feel like I've been talking a lot. That's all right. It's a podcast with two hosts. For sure. Uh, so... Uh, this is the title track from their, f- uh, Girl Pool's sort of first studio album. They did an EP, uh, self-titled EP, uh, the year before. This is the first official studio album with, I'm gonna say this bad, Wichita Recordings, um, in, in 2015. Uh, and they have, uh, done a couple more albums, uh, since. Sort of every other year they do a, do an album. They're a, uh, they were a duo, now they have a, like, drummer and, and some other people touring with them, uh, from Los Angeles. Uh, they describe themselves as indie rock. I would also classify them as, like, lo-fi, probably. Um, they, yeah, so, so they're not like super popular. I remember I found this through a Spotify weekly, shouts out, that's how we find all of our fucking music. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this is the only album album of theirs I've listened to. I've listened to some of their other songs, but, uh, uh, this is like an album that I really enjoy listening to. Uh, and again, I am the resident sad boy on this podcast, and this is one of my sad boy albums. <laughs> It's not music to feel good to, I would say. And I think we can get the vibe. Uh, uh, from, this is probably the nicest or happiest song on the album. But, uh, yeah, uh, this is a, a song before the world was big about, uh, your, ch- like, hanging out in your hometown, uh, around, like, a childhood friend and you walk the streets and everything's the same but slightly different. And, you know, you miss how it felt being young and being simple before the world was big. Yeah. Uh, and to me, I, this always read as sort of like, I don't know if this is true and it probably isn't because it probably is just about childhood friends. But to me, it does read as this sort of like romantic notion of like, you know, I was in love with you and I was in love with this place and things were really simple. Uh, and then when I like moved away and came back, it sort of changed and, and I don't know how I feel anymore. Yeah, I, uh, I don't I don't necessarily get the romance angle. Uh, mm. Just looking at the lyrics, I really don't 
think that fully plays for me, but... No, that's fine. But, yeah, no, again, it's just like how I felt like listening to yeah, this but, when I was listening to this album. Um, well, I certainly can't speak for the rest of the album. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like this is definitely like I am. I feel like one of my favorite activities is mm-hmm. well, one of my favorite activities in theory um, is walking around a city or a town or somewhere. Uh, just in the middle of the night and, mm. you know, climbing over shit and, you know, getting sure. into places and, and you know, just fucking exploring and hanging out. Um, yeah. I think, like, you know, like, w- why I don't do it as much, even if it's one of the f- my favorite things to do, is even though it's fucking dead ass o'clock in the middle of the night, there's still fucking people around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Like, and like, not that I can fucking blame anyone, because I'm awake too, but it's just like, what, like, what are y'all doing out here? Mm. Uh, I remember fucking walking by this coffee shop at like two in the morning, and there were like a bunch of people in there just drinking coffee and working on stuff. And I'm like, it's 2 a.m. How is this place open? Um, That's one of my favorite things is finding little refuges um, in in the night. Mm-hmm. Is I have this sort of fascination with it of, of sort of being alone uh, in, in lit spaces at night. And sort of having that like solitary nature while still being in like the safety of, of the light and stuff. Yeah. And I never really got into walking around because unfortunately a lifetime of being raised a certain way, uh, in a certain neighborhood, uh, and feeling a certain way about my gender identity, it makes it quite hard yeah, for me I to mean, get over the paranoia of walking is, around at night. Like I don't really necessarily, I mean, like this is, it's certainly not a, a hundred percent safe activity. No. So yeah. And like, I, I really don't get to, to, to doing it often. Um, yeah. A lot to do because of anxieties for sure. But I do enjoy just getting like, like lost in the darkness, not lost as in I'm lost, but lost in that people can't see me. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And that's, I realize that I've been, I, that it's only sort of tangentially related to the song. I get that. Um, but I don't know, like there's, when you're walking around somewhere that you've lived for so long, it's even like, even if you like aren't involved necessarily in the community, in the, in the life of the town, you hmm. still notice the changes around you and it still affects you. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's, it's easy for, anxiety to take over i feel Mm. like i feel like it's easy for these feelings of like reflection and these feelings of loss in in a big way yeah do come up a lot when you're walking around alone in a place Mm. you know like when you're living in a place that isn't being lived in right now yeah um and I'm not sure a hundred percent if all of that made sense, but I think I think, it did. I think I've said things. 
And, and, that's, all, like and that's all of, podcasting is. It really is. Uh, or at least this one. It, it, it sort of is like, I think the song is related, honestly, to that like feeling of being around at night because it also feels like things feel different at night than they do during the day. Yeah. And oftentimes, like when you're a kid, you're not outside at night. Like you might be out playing in like the evening times, but you're not like walking around or doing things at night. So it really does like lead into this theming of the song of like being back in this location and having adult like independence and freedoms and yeah. realizing what your town actually looks like yeah. uh, and yeah I, I don't have like super a lot to say about the song again like when I hit that motherfucking randomize button uh, I was like I don't really know what I'm gonna say about this um, but uh, I think the quintessential lyric of this again I really like personally quite like lo-fi music I feel like the emotion of the main uh, singers like is really raw and beautiful i really like verse two which is just my brain's like a rolling snowball i'm a fire truck trying not to think of all the ways my mind has changed mom and dad i love you do i show it enough uh which i think like if i'm going with this narrative of like coming home from college or whatever uh to like visit your hometown again it really is saying like i'm full of all of these anxieties it feels like it's building up like a rolling snowball feels like i'm rushing around like i'm a fire truck and i'm trying not to think of like all of these ways that I'm a completely different person from when I was a kid and I can't be like, you know, when you have a childhood best friend and you grow up and you realize how different you are. And it's also that feeling of like familial love of like, I obviously really love my parents, but I don't know if I show it enough, uh, which I think is something that a lot of us can relate to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really like this song. I really like Before the World Was Big because it really does like it captures that feeling of like it's not even like necessarily a super negative feeling. It's just like, man, growing up, it really is just I wish I could be a kid again in some ways, even though it wasn't perfect. It's just I I wish it was simple like yeah. the world was before it was big. Yeah, I I feel like that feeling sort of bounces off me a lot. And I think it's just it's it's half because I don't really remember what life was like before middle school mm. and like i remember bits and pieces for sure but not like a lot yeah. um like my fucking parents tell me shit all the time about like shit that i did as a kid as a little kid mm. that i'm like what the fuck i don't yeah. remember that i have no idea yeah um and like you know like middle school was a really fucking tough time for me yeah. so i don't really i've never sort i've never super related to nostalgia mm. um it's not a feeling that i'm very familiar with the only thing that i feel like i'm really nostalgic for is uh generation 4 of pokemon Sure. And, like, other than that, though, like, I don't know. Nostalgia's never been something that really ever bounced on me, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I'm like at the a very opposite side of the scale where I have to be careful not to dwell too hard in nostalgia because it really isn't healthy to, to stay in the past like that. For sure. And when you have anxiety, you really are, like, stuck either very much so in the past or very much so in the future. My favorite quote from uh, Katya Zalamochkova of, you know, if you got one pass, if you got one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you're pissing on today. Uh, so you just can't get stuck in nostalgia like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's being a human's fucking weird. Being a human is fucking weird. Our brains work in strange ways. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like overall, 
humans are kind of an accident that kept happening. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. And uh and and now we're just sort of Who keeps letting it happen? And now we need we're to ju- find them and beat them up. And I feel like now we're just sort of trying to as humans have for the re- for the entirety of history, have tried to grapple with that accident, tried to grapple yeah. with that mistake. Yeah. Um and uh I don't know. It's a it's a tr- it's a tricky thing. It sure is, friendo. And maybe we fucking mm. taught humanities in school. <laughs> I still think sociology and psychology should be a bigger part of uh no, I of mean, younger learning like, legit, spaces. The two most important things I think that should be talked about in school are like humanities classes and like sex ed and yeah, god. And those two things are the first to go in budget cuts. Womp womp. Yeah. Uh, so capitalism is a disease, and that's our thesis statement for this podcast. And every that's podcast right, we do. Um, <sighs> that's the thesis statement for this network, is capitalism is a disease. Damn straight, baby. We have a fucking show called Comradical. I mean, <laughs> listen to go Com- listen to Comradical. <laughs> Haley Rose and Johnny... Sami Devadi do a, a fantastic job. Fucking Haley and Johnny are some of my favorite people to listen to. They really are. Just like as people and as podcasters, like they're back and forth. How they how they talk to others. They are fantastic people. Yeah. Um. Those guys. But yeah, I, I guess I think I think the game. I guess the game is over. I think the game might be over, and I I didn't I didn't want to be the one to to say it, but. Seems like the game might Listen, be over. You didn't. You didn't hear it from me, but I think the game might be. You didn't hear it from me. Uh, I, I, I slide the eye the the eye door. You know what I mean? The little sliding door for your eyes in the middle of the door. What is that called? <laughs> what is it called, Miles? <laughs> you know, before you explain what that was, I thought you were trying to describe an eyelid, like you were trying to wink. <laughs> Yeah, what's the eye hole called? <laughs> I guess just an eye hole, what's, huh? I guess, I mean, maybe just like a, well, here's the thing. Like, a, it's not a peephole, because that's a different thing. But it's kind of a peephole? But it is kind of a peephole, actually. I think, I, I thought it was peephole, honestly. Sliding eye door peephole. in a bigger door <laughs> is, that's that's the phrase that I've Googled. I'm sure that'll work out. It didn't. Um, Hang on. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, I did find a... Uh, a uh a peephole that is it is a peephole a peephole that is built into the door handle yeah which is weird mm. um you know it is called a peephole it's a it's a it's just a door hole it's a peephole because you're still peeping so you're sliding back the peephole yeah well yeah i was sliding back the peephole i was trying to tie it back into our conversation about secret casinos but si- oh. but since I called it the eye door, <laughs> all of that is out the window. All of that's out the eye door. Anyway, I don't even fucking remember what joke I was making. The game is over. It's fucking over. We hope that you have enjoyed Artificial Ghost Radio, and we will see you next week for another round. I'd like to thank Marble Cantus for being our wonderful narrator. You can find her... On Twitter and on Twitch at MarbleCantus, that is Marble, C-A-N-T-U-S, to find everything that she does. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with a friend, and uh, if you leave us a rating on iTunes, we will read it aloud on the show. 
And if you want to stay updated on all things Art Ghost, you can find us on Twitter at Art Ghost Pod. Miles. Mars. The theme for next week. The theme for next week. Hit me. I, Punch me. I have been thinking about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that the song that the theme, the song that I want you to bring is a cover song, but not just any cover song. <laughs> All right. A KK Slider cover. Eat my ass. That is a cover of a popular song as covered by Animal Crossing star KK Slider. There are a lot of YouTube videos of from various creators, various artists, I would say, uh, who have used their software magic to turn songs into songs that sound like they were played by a funky digital dog. And that's the theme. How are you feeling? I'm fine. It's just so stupid. <laughs> I mean, I told you that it would be stupid and esoteric. That's true. I told you, you sure this. Did. I warned you. you. Sure uh, thank you for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio, and we'll see you when we see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>